Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Do you want to live stream outside of Facebook Live, YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, and many other destinations? Well, maybe you even want to live stream to your own website. In order to do this, you're going to need to consider something known as custom RTMP. Now, this fancy acronym, real-time messaging protocol, might sound confusing, but it can help open the door for your live streams, help expand your reach, and help you add many more custom destinations. So in this episode, we're going to share with you what custom RTMP is and how you can benefit from it with your live streams. So Jim, do you want to tell people a little bit more about custom RTMP? Yeah, so really it's it's a it's a great way, you know, even pro, you know, there's there's a bunch of programs that let you use it, but it lets you get to destinations that otherwise you would just have if you want to call it your plain old boring camera streaming. So this is great for as an example virtual events platforms, uh, e- even uh, some of these other things where you want to bring in the capability of these uh, really I like to say third party tools to allow for graphics, guests, and things that you probably otherwise couldn't do. So it's really a way to kind of hack the uh, some of these systems to have a, a much more engaging uh, live stream. Definitely, yeah. And so can we talk about like maybe some situations of when you would use custom RTMP? So we know that it means real-time messaging protocol, and we know that if people want to go live stream, they would stream to Facebook Live, YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, the preset destinations. But can you think of some times when people would use custom RTMP? Yeah, so you can actually use it. Uh, one of the big things uh, of late has been Zoom. So people want to uh, take Zoom because they want to have different, uh, you know, more than one person, for an example. So they can actually put the code into Zoom and bring that Zoom screen, like even into uh, things like Facebook if they wanted to and mm-hmm. use some of the features there. Uh, you know, program that uh, that we're both familiar with, Hopin, which mm-hmm. is an event platform. You can use that for the the live stage as well as the same with other uh, event platforms. And so what that really does is those platforms aren't built necessarily for live streaming. But what it really allows you to do is then take the capabilities of, you know, programs like Ecamm and StreamYard and and bring the the visual side of that because they're a lot there built to have guests. They're built to allow you to customize the look and feel of what people are seeing more, more so than say what, what is, if you want to say the standard streaming capability of a lot of these platforms. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, I want to add to that, you know, when you might use it as well. So for example, um, for somebody who wants to stream to their website, you know, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people that they will take a Facebook live or YouTube live and you know, you'll stream. So basically when you live stream, you're streaming out to a destination, like even like let's even throw Twitch in there. Right. So somebody wants to stream to these destinations. So they're often already set up 
And the thing is, though, you don't always then get access to some of those features. Uh, for example, um, let's say you want to run a live stream and you want to put it behind a paywall, maybe on your website, like you want to do something that's not not necessarily public. Well, one of the ways you can do that is to stream to an unlisted YouTube channel, which that's great. But, you know, people can still access that video. So if somebody gets the link, they can share it with somebody. Um, so you don't necessarily want that to happen. So then it might basically work against what your program is that you're trying to build. And so then you may want to actually stream your website. And that's where having the custom RTMP option might be useful. Um, it does mean you're going to have to possibly have additional hardware, you know, additional software as well that are controlling that. Um, but the custom RTMP, basically, it's taking a stream key and a URL that you're given from the provider and you're putting that into your uh, streaming tool. And so therefore then what's happening is it's connect, it's the pipes. So it's connecting the two and then it's allowing you to then stream out to those places. For example, um, if you want to put a paywall up on your website, you could then stream directly to your website, but not have to use the Facebook live or the YouTube live features. It allows you to then, you know, push things out. Um, what else you want to add, by the way, Jim, about uh, custom RTMP here? Yeah, I think one of the big things uh, that you also have to remember, though, is is sometimes, like I know, programs like uh, you know Streamyard and and Ecamm and Restream will allow you to share viewer comments if you're live streaming to a uh, social media platform. But if you start using the RTMP feature with some of these other tools, you're then not able to share comments to the screen. So it really becomes more of a of a way to just, you know, kind of what people see on, on screen is what they're going to get. So unless you're using like, say some of the, the features like banners and things of that nature, you, you can have audience interaction in a sense, but it's not going to be the same with custom RTMP because that, that is one of the limitations there, but uh, it's really uh, opens up the world. I, I love the idea too, of like, if you're streaming to your website or say you're even say streaming to something like Vimeo, mm -hmm. because you can control that, now, maybe like if you're a, a, a musician or someone like that, or you want to play music, right? Even though I would still be careful with it, you're, you have a little bit more leeway, especially if you're keeping this stuff private, right. that you're able to do that with RTMP that you couldn't do if you were, as your example earlier, streaming to YouTube, because YouTube may still take that video down. That's a good point, actually. I like, I like the point there. I mean, so, so while, for example, you would often lose comments that you can bring on during the stream comments. I mean, they're important, but they're not important, I guess, in a way it depends on the situation. For example, if I'm streaming it out publicly, yeah, I want to be able to bring in the comments because of the engagement. But at the same time, you know, if, if I'm trying to do a paywall, for example, I don't necessarily like, I don't necessarily, I, I care about the comments, but I can also like, usually that's for a private community or something like that as well. Um, so I do like that. And I love the feature that you talked about, about basically stacking different live streams together or live stream products. I love that idea because, you know, by feeding things like you may want one feature on something, you may want to put it into a certain destination, you know, it allows you to kind of, you know, um, daisy chain those things together. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, as we mentioned, I mean, it does, you know, so custom RTMP, it does work for StreamYard, Ecamm, uh, Network, uh, Restream, Vimeo, Create, uh, among many, many, many others. Um, how do you go about setting this up? Let's talk about that real quick. I mean, how complicated is this? Because when we say custom RTMP, people are like, 
I don't know what that means. Uh, and I don't, and I mean that in the sense that you don't know what it means because it sounds too technical. Right. Yeah. So, so basically you're going to be given a, like a stream URL and a stream key by the system that you're wanting to bring your third-party tool into. And so you're going to set a destination up uh, as an example on your StreamYard, on your Ecamm network, where you're going to put that code in and now you're able to save that as a destination. And then when you hit the go live button on your third-party tool, it will then transmit to, you know, as an example, hop in and then the hop-in stage will will then go live using your third-party software, and so that that's kind of like the best example I can give. Or in, you know, in the case of the website as well, you are going to have a little bit of a delay okay. because you are basically going from one place to another. So so sometimes you need to be aware of the latency issue there, uh, and that's going to vary. I think really based uh, platform to platform. Some of the other things to be aware of when you're streaming with custom RTMP too is uh, you could be using a system that because it's it's in a sense it's like a security thing, right? This is the key to allow someone in to this other place that it may be limited on time. You know, I, I've worked with some events where the stream key was only good for so many hours, and if you didn't use it, it was then you were going to have to get a new one. So you need to be aware of that. That uh, they're not always, in a sense, permanent uh, destinations right. that that you may have to update them uh, from you know stream to stream. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And um, it, but I mean, but again, there's a, there's so many benefits here, you know, um, so mm-hmm. many benefits just overall to this. So um, I definitely I would recommend people go and try it. Um, do you have any any tips? Maybe if I wanted to like just try this, I wasn't really sure how to use it. Um, any any recommendations on like, well, what's a test one that I could set up? Yeah, I mean, you can you can actually do it with uh, Facebook okay. if you if you instead of uh, say using you know Facebook as you normally would, you can put the their, they give you a stream key and their Facebook Live producer, and you could test it out to because then you may get some of the quote unquote features that you get with Facebook Live that you don't get on the third party mm-hmm. tools. I think you can then use your the polls feature that they have and some other things. Uh, but, uh, you know, that that's one way I would say you could test it uh, because it might get a little bit uh, you might have to spend some money to test it on some of these other uh, other platforms as well. You could also um, use it with Zoom. If you've got a Zoom account, they do have the ability to to let you go live to uh, using RTMP as well. So that may be another way to to at least get started trying. And, it. and also, if you are using a current live streaming software, um you know, and you're already paying for that as well, go in there and there's often under the destinations, you'll see the custom RTMP option as well that you can uh, pick from. So, so Jim, this has been very enlightening. I mean, just about custom RTMP and how it can enhance your live streams. I mean, the fact that, you know, yeah, there, there are always going to be trade-offs, you know, there's potentially some latency issues, you know, oh, I can't bring in comments, for example, but then it does open the door for being able to stack various you know, products together, for example, um, but also the ability to um, open up the door to which destinations you're using for custom RTMP. So is there anything else you want to add about custom RTMP? Yeah, I think it's, it's a great, it's a great way to really up the level of what the person that is attending the event or watching your video to really make it a much more visually appealing, uh, 
situation as opposed to maybe just, you know, if you want to think of it as like just looking at one person on a camera. Fantastic. So um, this is uh, this has been uh, episode 49 of the Launch Your Live podcast. You know, in this episode, we discussed custom RTMP for live streaming, you know, what it is, how to set it up, some of the pros, some of the cons, uh, definitely something you should consider. You know, you can use it to really open up your opportunities for live streaming. Uh, so remember, if you need any help with your live streams, whether that's, uh, you know, producing it, helping you build a strategy around it, you know, and much more, just contact us for consultation by messaging us on our Facebook page at Launch Your Live. And for more information on this episode, head to launchyour.live forward slash EP49. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.